The following podcast is a Dear Media production. That's a retrograde. Hello. We're back. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Zambari. We are here once again bringing you all the news and wellness. All the news. Hard hitting. <laughs> journalism. Facts. We're at, the, we're at the front lines of wellness journalism, y'all. But actually. We are. We are. Yeah. And we have really one of our new favorite sources. And boy, is she a wealth of information. Throughout the course of this episode, you will hear me call her my doctor, guru, and um, obsession multiple times. We've got Fran Drescher joining us in one of the greatest gifts of manifest destiny that there has ever been. Ever been. I think we should just cut right to the conversation because it was such a dream day to hang with her and just geek out on all things functional medicine. Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much to Fran. Thanks for having us at your gorgeous home. Thanks for opening your heart and sharing your wealth of information for all the good work that you do. Let's just cut right to that moment. Let's do it. Today, we have a special interview. We're off-site. Off-site. We are way off-site in the boo. <laughs> I'm moving in. the in. boo, visiting <laughs> our new boo. We're here with Fran Drescher. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Wellness Thanks for queen. coming out my way. Oh, my God. It's our pleasure. Do you have an extra room? <laughs> I know. It's true. Well, this is a whole extra space. Oh, we'll I take it. I built this for my parents, but they're not coming out this way. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to go visit them. Where do they live? South Florida. Oh, okay. Of course. Okay, yeah, yeah naturally. They naturally. wanted to be different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Old Jews in South Florida? Yeah. That's so what wild. A surprise. Yeah. <laughs> My dad lives in Florida, but he lives in Naples, the Republican part. Oh, okay. <laughs> you. I know. I have never been. <laughs> so No, but actually there's a very good uh, functional medical doctor in Naples. Oh. I have to say, Dr. Perlmutter. Oh, so there that's must where be he a lives? Radic- a little radical side going on over there. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, diss it completely. All right, fine. I won't write it off. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know. That's but, so true. Yeah, Perlmutter's doing some amazing work. I mean, we're diving right into my passion, yeah. which is, uh, you know, entering the functional medical world, mm-hmm. which is a very big part of uh, my organization, Cancer Schmancer's Focus, and bringing that to mainstream America because most people don't really look at the body as a whole system. They have no clue why they get sick, what is instigating chronic illness, where does cancer come from, and all of that stuff. So that's kind of my objective is to raise that awareness so that we can all become medical consumers and better partners with our physicians and become aware of what the alternatives are out there because there are many. Mm -hmm. And most typical Western medical doctor is not going to enlighten and illuminate you to any of those options. And it's really a catch-22. Right now, I think we're a really super sick nation, number 35 and by WHO, the World Health Organization. And, you know, I mean, that's just unacceptable. Yeah. 
we're supposed to be America, the best. Exactly. Well, you know, that <laughs> propaganda is beginning to fade. Mm-hmm. We're like, we can't, you know, it's been this. We're like, America, the spiral. sickest and dumbest. <laughs> like, for us. I think since Vietnam, we've been on this little downward spiral of, oh, maybe we're not what we were spoon fed into believing we Except were. Except for that we just keep acting like we are, and that's part of the problem. Some people are waking up to the yeah. fact that change must be made. You know, I mean, I think the whole 20th century was a big kind of lie. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's really, that's what it's about, reinventing the wheel, learning how to deal with, and, and, and then also eliminate the stuff that's not working and is unsustainable and is carcinogenic and toxic. You know, it's like we're all in this one little bathtub and there's no sense in shitting it up. Right. Because there's no way out. <laughs> yeah. You, you mentioned transforming ourselves into medical consumers. What is that to you? Uh, well, that's uh, learning to look, uh, doctors aren't gods. They're people with their own problems and they're busy. And uh, when the doctor calls and tells you you have cancer, he goes home and eats dinner with his family. You go home and eat your heart out with yours. So it's your life. Mm-hmm. You cannot become infantile at a moment when you need to be educated. Knowledge mm-hmm. is power. So the more you know, the more you can make an informed decision. And uh, what we try to do at Cancer Schmancer is transform patients into medical consumer. Know what the early warning whispers of the cancers that may affect you and the tests that are available because all too often they're not even on the menu at the doctor's office. And then know what are the things that you are doing on a daily basis that is directly contributing to your own dis-ease. You know, become better partners with the physicians and challenge them. And if they're not interested in hearing what you have to say, then that's not the doctor for you. Walk away. Mm. Because sometimes push comes to shove and you realize that you may be with somebody that's inadequate and uh, you may be going to the corner gas station to fill your car up with gas. But when you need engine work done under the hood, you might not want to go there. Mm-hmm. You don't know till you, you know, but you might not even consider going there. And yet we kind of mindlessly go to whoever either our insurance dictates that we go to or... You right. Know, and, and we're just buying things and eating things and using things. I mean, we have a very progressive program called Detox Your Home because the home, it turns out, is the most toxic place we spend the most time in and ironically have the most control over. Mm-hmm. But we're, we've been sold a bill of goods of what is considered convenient and modern. And it's actually the antithesis of that. It's inconvenient. It's not modern. It's bad for us. It's bad for the planet, most of it. And it's it's terribly inconvenient because, you know, if you go for the fast fix, in the long run, you're screwed. So you have to look at what is the long run impact that any given thing is going to have on me, my family, my community, and, uh, you know, the planet. We had to start thinking that way. And um, what we try and do is put all of it in the context of uh, consumerism. Because if you really think about it, 
all the woes of the world is driven by big business greed. Mm -hmm. That is the systemic malignancy to all the woes of the world. But, you know, big business doesn't exist without consumers. And wouldn't you think that, I mean, especially now as we're seeing like the trend of organic and greenification and like the awakening, it's like, wouldn't you think that these people who are supposedly so good at business could figure out a way to do both to make money and also not kill people? Well, they're not even thinking that way right. because they pray to the money God. When you're a true capitalist, capital is your God. Mm-hmm. You're not a humanist. You're not an environmentalist. You're not a naturalist. You're a capitalist. Right. Ugh. And, you know, exactly. It's like, what? Yeah. If he, I'm a Buddhist and, you know, money is like the low thing on the list. That's not how you live your life, making that number one. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, it's you, you're missing the boat on what this journey is all about. Yeah. If you're praying to the money God. Yeah. Ew, I'm just picturing like a gross slobbering goblin <laughs> just like with his pants halfway down his legs. Just we had off. someone once say on our show Sick. who runs a beautiful nonprofit organization called Lunch on Me. And she said, once money enters the conversation, God leaves the room. Mm. And I loved that yeah. thought, especially when it comes to making decisions for our health. It always feels very stifling and confining the way our systems are set up now. They're not set up for exactly. us to thrive. Right. It's very scary. There's a lot of money in sickness. There's not a lot of money in wellness. And we have to think about that. Right. You know, I mean, as we're being offered one prescriptive drug after another, yes, I saw a commercial. And now we're beginning to see commercials. If you're taking this medication for anti-depression, but you're still feeling depressed, we found that if you take this medication in conjunction with that, it may help you more. And it's like, okay, so now... Or they're offering prescriptive drugs for the side effects of the other prescriptive drugs that you're taking. Meanwhile, your liver's like, stop it! Leave me alone! And everything is already here. We've, you know, we've been dumbed down and numbed down to think that we need all of this stuff. And I don't see it as a sustainable way to live. It's a way to make a lot of big businesses very rich as our health gets poorer and poorer and and the environment gets poorer and poorer. So the jig is up mm-hmm. and we really have to wake up and smell the coffee because once you do, it's hard to go back to sleep. And I'm very committed to sounding the alarm because, you know, I mean, I was even watching the other day all those kids protesting about uh, global warming Mm -hmm. and more power to them. But I couldn't help thinking how many probably single-use plastic bottles of water were uh, thrown out at all of those protests. And those Mm -hmm. kids are not connecting their own behavior to the problem. It's not just (laughs) them out there, the grown-ups that screwed up the planet. We can get easily overwhelmed by everything that's wrong with the world and all the people that drank the Kool-Aid that continue to perpetuate it. But at the end of the day, fix yourself. Look at yourself. So change yourself. Then each one teach one. And as a groundswell, you can shift the paradigm. It only really takes 10% of the population. So, you know, we at Kinsha Schmancer made a wonderful education video targeting teens. 
because they are, for the most part, mindless consumers, very easily influenced by Madison Avenue marketing. Smoking their jewel. And exactly. Mm. I'm so proud of San Francisco for making it illegal. I've, yeah. I've just detested that Same. from the minute it came on the market. I mean, Really? What Every time kind I saw the bottom of it with like where it looks like you're literally plugging it into a computer, I was like, how are you not seeing how sick that is? I know. I know. Like you're smoking a like a literal battery and you can see it. Exactly. That's so weird. It's beyond. I mean, it's the most egregious kind of greed mm. because you're actually targeting a very vulnerable uh, generation of people mm -hmm. who otherwise wouldn't have started smoking in the first place and will definitely lead to, you know, smoking in the second place. It's just none of it is good. Mm -mm. It's just a means of making money and taking advantage of a very uh, vulnerable demographic. So with our Be the Change starring Jamie Foxx and myself and Jeff Bridges and a bunch of kids, we have this incredible education video with animation and it's very viewer friendly and what we're doing is empowering kids to realize that you have to stop being mindless and start being mindful mm. because you don't vote you don't pay taxes and you don't wield a lot of influence in washington but you are a multi-billion dollar demographic mm. so start using your money wisely because what you buy and what you don't buy will become your vote as well as your protest. And if the whole generation stopped drinking colas today, they'd stop making it tomorrow. It wouldn't matter what legislation was imposed, uh, what administration was in the White House, because the bottom line is the bottom line. And if nobody's drinking it, n then they're not going to make it. Remember we were in Rite Aid in New York and I just go, I can't believe soda's still a thing. Exactly. It's so weird. Re like, everyone know, knows it's bad. It's, well, not, not everyone. I mean, I was watching a major sporting event and one of the colas came on with a very expensive commercial with some young celebrity as the spokesperson saying, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but the, the effect was if you want to have your, you know, juice or your smoothie or your whatever you can. And if I want to have my zero calorie cola, you know, I can too. Not related, And it's guys. appealing <laughs> to this need to be defiant, to yeah. express yourself, to be yes. rebellious because the, everybody is older than you and telling you what to do and what you're not allowed to do. So they're, they're appealing to that. It's a psychological marketing strategy. It's so wrong because you know that that's not healthy for that young person. And, you know, colas are made with, you know, a corn syrup sweetener or a lot of chemicals uh, to be zero calorie that trick the body into believing that it's getting sugar and ultimately making you insulin resistant. So if you ingest anything that's diet, you're actually asking for diabetes. Mm. And the list goes on and on. If you're eating, you know, like industrial farmed, meat that's shoved into a nitrate-filled hot dog, just three hot dogs a week, you increase your risk of leukemia by nine times. You know, to be the person who's like the warrior against those things takes a lot of strength. I I have been dropped by every commercial agent I've ever had because I won't go on like 90% of the auditions. And the lecture is always like, 
why wouldn't you do it? It's money. Like if you're not going to go out, like we can't represent you. And it's like, I can't be hosting a wellness show and be like an advocate for health you gotta and show walk up in talk. like a Burger King commercial. Sorry, DiGiorno. Yeah, my bad Pizza yeah. Hut. Like gonna, hey, I need money. I of course I do. half a mil for KFC. Stop. And you know, but that you would gotta, have gotten me to KFC, Fran. <laughs> and I could have used it. Yeah. Who can't? Yeah. One day's work. But this but is, you, you have to have those dog. principles. Yeah. Who am I if not my mm. word? Yeah. What, you know, and it's like it, that, that it all comes down to, am I going to sell my soul and my principles for money? No, I'd rather, I sold a painting actually. Perfect. I, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't need stuff. Right. I'd rather, you know, have my, be a person of word and yeah, deed. Totally. Otherwise it's like. I want to talk bullshit. a little bit about what, propelled you into this work you know we've read your book cancer schmancer so funny i mean thank heartbreaking you. but also i laughed out loud so thank many times you. and you. was was your attention so firmly on this idea of of health and disease prevention prior to your cancer diagnosis no, or not really would no. you say i mean i i thought you know i was doing a pretty good job of living a healthy life, but I wasn't at all. But it was the 90s. I, I wasn't thinking <laughs> about, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I never really knew the difference between industrial farm foods and organic or biodynamic farmed foods. I never understood what uh, the earth soil microbiome is. I mean, even when it comes to like cannabis, I want a plant that's grown outdoors and organic because that plant is far more nutrient rich because it's in a soil that is filled with worms and bugs and living things and dead things and everything that creates a healthy plant. And it's out in the fresh air and the sunshine. That's the way it was meant to live. Mm -hmm. That's true with meats. It's true with all plants. It's true with all life on this planet. I don't think that a plant is going to be healthy inside like a warehouse. Yeah. With these kind of weird lights yeah. and getting... Um, also, that weed gets you ridiculously high. Like, indoor weed is scary <laughs> to me. Yeah. Bye. I, See you later. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, uh -uh. it was just such a sweet, fun high. Yeah. And it didn't, you know... Make it, you go it's insane. It's different. Today. Yeah. <laughs> not so, so heavy. Yeah. Yeah, everything old is new again. We just have to dial it back because we were sold a bill of goods in the 20th century. We're now in the 21st century. Historically, what happens at the beginning of a century sets the trajectory for the next 100 years. Mm. We're only 19 years in. I mean, 100 years ago, we were still trying to get the vote. So uh, a lot can happen, but we have to set the tone now. We have to shift the paradigm. And each one of us has to be responsible for trying to live an exemplary life. And you're not going to be perfect. You're going to be imperfect. But if you catch yourself and say, oh, you know, I should have done that differently, you're going to be offered another opportunity to fix it. And that's the journey. Let's take a break. Time out. Today's ad is Inspired. By our guest today. And, you know, I kind of think of our guest as like our spiritual mom now that we know her. Yeah. And the other day I was FaceTiming with my 
actual mom. Mm-hmm. And she saw what I was using, which was a Quip toothbrush. Hello. And she was like, I got a Quip. And I was like, did you use the code? She's like, what code? I'm like, are you not listening? Well, we've got a quote. <laughs> a quote? Yeah, it's Quip plus code equals quote. Yes, it's getquip.com slash retrograde. <laughs> oh, hello. And we'll get into that in a second. But as Fran talks about, all about the mouth microbiome. Mm. And that starts with a nice brushing ritual. It really, really does. You guys, we love Quip because of its sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer that provides a gentle guide for brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses ensuring an even clean. And it automatically delivers new brush heads to you every three months when you sign up for clean new bristles with a dentist-recommended schedule of when you should be switching it out. I love I've that. always wondered. Yeah. They're really taking the guesswork out of each aspect of dental care, which is important. And, like, for me, I'm such, like, an aggressive smash brusher, as you've seen. Mm. You've commented on it <laughs> multiple times. I'm like, concerned for your gums, but. <laughs> so I will never, like, I, I will wear it as a toothbrush and then never know when to change the brush heads. And I'll just be, like, going on and on with this, like, spooky situation. So I'm just so grateful that I never have to think about it. And it comes to your door. It's $5 every three months. Like name one other thing in life that costs that little and does that much. Exactly. I can't think of anything. There's nothing. It's all about Quip. And I just like how thoughtful the features are to make brushing something you actually want to do twice a day. I truly look forward to it. It's a fun little friend to meet you in the bathroom. Yeah. So Quips start at $25 and you will get your first refill for free when you go to getquip.com slash retrograde. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash retrograde. And once you buy your toothbrush, you'll get your first refill for free and then you're off to the races for the rest of your life. It's so great. We're so excited. Again, that's getquip.com slash retrograde. Because as Sarah Silverman always says, death creeps in through the gums. She does. (laughs) Back to the show. I want to talk about this idea. Sorry, we're backtracking here a little, but both of us have had an experience where we didn't feel empowered in the face of a medical professional. And I kind of wanted to hear you talk about how to arm yourself with tools or like what to say, because I know that a lot of people listening have experiences like that. And I actually had to bring an older person with me because I was having an eye problem and I just kept getting these injections over and it was making it worse, making it worse. And he wouldn't listen to me when I told him that it wasn't working. And you never wanted to switch doctors? I did, but I felt like a weird slave to this, like I was brainwashed by him saying like, it will eventually work, even though I knew in my intuition that it wasn't working. Someone else had to come in and intervene and be like, fuck you, listen to her. Like literally it was so aggressive. But you know what? You did the right thing. I always tell people, go with a posse. Yeah. Especially if you think there's something wrong or you've just been diagnosed with something wrong, go right into the examining room with your posse. Right. And have somebody taking notes, have the pen, have your list of questions, ask them to spell it. Force them to do their job the Mm. way you need them to do it. Yeah. And you did the right thing. You brought somebody in. You know, it's hard on many different levels. There's a, a certain arrogance to a lot of doctors. And a lot of doctors, they're not that, they're misinformed. Mm hmm. And they're believing, you know, uh, pharmaceutical companies and, you know, limited research from self-serving funds. And then the next step is you're a woman. Very often you're, you're going to be dismissed. 
Yeah. What you're saying, you're going to be told you're crazy. It's all in your head. We get this question a lot in terms of functional medicine, finding the right practitioner, because obviously the way the system's set up now, oftentimes it's out of pocket. So that can be a huge barrier to entry for people. What are your, is your checklist for finding someone in the functional realm? Well, there's the association of integrative and functional doctors that lists them all over the country. And talking to people who are like-minded, if you're interested in this, you may know someone or know of someone. I start asking people. So networking Mm. is important to find out who's in your hood that is speaking this language. And then, you know, honestly, there are so many books on this subject by so many credible authors who are doctors who have figured this out. And you can do it yourself because these doctors are basically going to put you on a whole nutritional program to strengthen your immune system, to detox your body, to clean up your vital organs. They may run you through tests to find out if you are high in heavy metals. That's something that you have to think about and try and chelate slowly from your body because all of these things. But we are living in such a pervasive time of toxins and carcinogens. People don't even realize people that are super healthy and conscientious are not including, you know, EMFs in their as part of their toxic load. And we have to. I installed a button next to my bed. And the last thing I do is turn it off. And then the Wi-Fi is cut off. Yeah. And the whole house. Are you sleeping better after you do that? I think I do sleep better. But, you know, I mean, it's not just combobulating my energy field in a time when my body needs to rest in order to regenerate. Mm -hmm. And I plugged my smart TV into an ethernet old school. So if I wake up in the middle of the night and I want to watch Netflix, I can, but it's not going to be on Wi-Fi. None of my smart TVs are hooked up to Wi-Fi. It's all ethernet. You're making me really think that I need to unplug the internet that's in my closet when I go to sleep. Definitely. Yeah. Like and, I don't have my phone in my room, but my internet's just coursing the phone through my on body. airplane mode at the very least. Yeah, no, I keep the phone night. out of the room, but the... Wi-Fi is in my closet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, these are the things and we really have to say absolutely no to 5G. Don't let it into your apartment buildings. Don't let it into your community. That's what Cliff says, our physiotherapist. But like, it's so, how can we say no to it? It's like, they don't, like the Time Warner is not going to be like, okay. Like if it's in the, like I live in an apartment building, so it's already there. How do you know it's already there? Because I can see all the wireless accounts on my computer and they all have their name and their 5G, their name and their 5G. Well, you have to start a, you know, community. Petition? Yeah, you have to get radical. You have to, you know, get everybody in the building. They're not educated. Right. This is how they slip it in. So what is And they give it that smart, you know, they try and tell you that, um, it's like faster meanwhile, and better. Meanwhile, there are birds dropping dead out of the sky. 
that where the bees are getting completely screwed up. There is no reason for anything to have to be that fast without experimentation to see how it impacts. And we're all energy fields and we're in complete harmony with the natural energy fields of this beautiful planet. And we're in absolute disharmony with EMFs, all electronics. I don't know whether you have a microwave oven. Oh, no. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ah. that slow. <laughs> Do you have cordless phones in your house? Cordless phones? You got to get I a landline. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had a landline. Uh. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, you can't do cordless phones. Right. Those have more radiation than cell phones. <gasps> and I got rid of them. And now I've got all these old school landlines with long cords Fun. that are always getting tangled up. And it's like, okay, you know, Cute is throwback. it as yeah. convenient? No. Is it going to give me a brain tumor? No. Oh my God. When we were walking around New York, everyone had the tiny little Bluetooth headphones in. Concerning. We stressed. Are you, you know, it's directly like to your brain. People are mindless consumers. Yeah. They will buy anything. Well, it's like we, I think, have come to this place where we really value convenience over consciousness in like a lot of realms. And that's why we have like a recycling problem. And that's why all these things are happening because it's just like, I can just do it and throw it away. It's like, I don't have to think about it. And that's what, how we've been like conditioned. And now we've we had to be here. taught to become a throwaway society. Totally. There was a period where, you know, you wouldn't throw out an empty can of coffee without turning it into a change box. You wouldn't or throw Or a cute out- potted plant. Yeah, a potted plant <laughs> yeah. or, you know, a cigar box would turn into a sewing box. You know, nobody thought about getting rid of something that was still functional just because you can. Mm. And then, you know, the uh, vending machine was invented and you can be walking down the hall of work and get a perfectly hot cup of coffee and... It was like, it seemed so modern, but then people didn't know what to do with the cup because it was still a good cup and they had to be taught. Then they'd put a receptacle next to the vending machine to throw out the cup. So look how modern and convenient you are. You can have coffee from a vending machine and then what do you do with this cup? Throw it away. Right. And we had to be taught to do that. Yeah. And they hired in the early 20th century uh, the nephew of Sigmund Freud, who totally plugged into the psyche of the American, of the human, really, of how to psychologically manipulate them into buying a dress a woman didn't need or want, buying a car a man could not afford because he was convinced that he would be the envy of the neighborhood. She was convinced her husband would love her more. And this kind of thinking is practiced to this day. Totally. Marketing strategies to this day. Absolutely. So we have to be smarter than that and say, fuck you. Right. Beauty industry. <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah. industry. Everything industry. We're being sold everything. So you said that you are practicing Buddhist. Yeah. That's so cool. What is your... 
like practice? What does it look like if you don't mind talking about it unless it's really private in which no, case? No, it's not private at all. I, you know, it's very simple in yeah. fact. It's so super simple. You wouldn't believe it. I have these Buddhist wisdom offerings every day. I turn the page and it's another piece of, you know, amazing, mind-blowing wisdom. And basically that's it. I think about it. I contemplate it. I learn from it. Uh, some things get absorbed more than others, but then at the end of the book, I close it and I start with page one again. And eventually I it love really that. starts to sink in. I try and be present. Uh, and when I get stuck in my head, I, and I realize I'm in my head, I pull myself out and I look at the mundane with wide eyed wonder and I bring myself back into the moment I see everything as an opportunity. So if I'm stuck in traffic, instead of getting all wound up, then I'm going to be late. I look around because the universe wants me to see what's here. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm stopped. I have a heightened sense of, you know, how ephemeral life is. And I'm always in gratitude. And I, you know, try and make kindness and compassion my compass. But... I'm not perfect, and I'm on the journey of self-refinement. All of this is my classroom, and everything that's presented to me, whether it be people or circumstance, is my opportunity. And I can see myself. I'm on this wave right now where the universe is presenting me with situations that's forcing me to let go, let love, and live in trust to not be in control and, you know, I know sooner get out of one situation that it's represented to me in a whole different dynamic, but it's the same lesson. But the evolution has been like, aha, exactly. the lesson. Exactly. I'm here totally. for it. I got it. And when you move through life asking yourself, okay, now why is this being presented? Why is that person in my life? Why is this happening the way it is? What you know, do I need to learn from this? How can I become more refined as a human being, my soul, you know? And if you move through life that way, then nothing is for nothing. You know, everything has a purpose. That's so beautiful. It's really so beautifully said. Fran Drescher, my doctor and spiritual guide. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Buju. Wow. <laughs> I never saw this coming. On that guide tip, you have this summit that you're putting together through yep. Cancer Schmancer. Yes, yes. Fran Drescher Masterclass Health Summit. It's this year on November 2nd at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion downtown. And if you're unable to come and support uh, Cancer Schmancer with your tax-deductible donation and you'd get to meet me and the doctors and have organic food all day while you're listening to mind-blowing information. You can watch it for free on a live stream around the world. So as a nonprofit, you know, that's our goal and objective is to spread the word. But I hope all your listeners go to cancerschmancer.org and sign up because then they'll hear about everything that we're doing. We're doing great things, life-changing things, life-saving things. With this Masterclass Health Summit, you know, every year we have amazing speakers. There are all these doctors that, you know, went to medical school, drank the Kool-Aid, started practicing and began to think, 
wait a minute, there's mm. got to be a w better way than this. And we're not even asking why. We're just so quick to suppress the symptom or, you know, eliminate the end problem. But unless you understand what caused it, you're going to get it again. Mm -hmm. You're never going to really be well or on top of your game unless you clean up your act. So these you know, men and women that we invite that are so happy to speak. Some of them come year to year. We have a medical doctor, Dr. Uma, who's a Harvard medical doctor, and then kind of got woke and said, wait a minute, why is everybody against cannabis? Cannabis is like such a great supplement for the human and endocannabinoid system. Yep. And as we get exposed more and more to not only toxins in our environment, but EMFs and the aging body, the endocannabinoid system gets compromised every step of the way. So we should be looking at cannabis as not only a gift from God, but as a supplement mm -hmm. to just support your body, like taking, you know, any vitamin. Yeah, we wouldn't have that if it wasn't meant for us. Yeah, it, Steph and, and I have been uh, practicing that since we were like 15. Yeah, I've been <laughs> me too. <laughs> 10,000 hours. Uh, <laughs> hold on one second. We're going to take a break from this amazing conversation. Final stop. To thank one of our most celebrated partners, Wander Beauty. Love them so much. They became a partner for this show because of our obsession with how incredible their makeup was. No joke. I heard them on the radio and I was like, wait, they're doing ads. Yeah. We need to get wait. involved because my entire makeup bag is consisting of their incredible multitasking mm -hmm. and forward thinking products. Mm -hmm. I'm with that. So guys, Wander Beauty is so amazing. As Elizabeth said, they have all of these multitasking makeup kind of like hacks, you know, there's like the Duelist Concealer where it's the liquid concealer and the cream. They have the blush and highlighter mixer. And the thing that I'm, and I know you are most obsessed with is their brush. Oh, that brush. Why is it so good? It's so good. It's two sides and it's all you need. And Wonder Beauty uses only clean and cruelty-free ingredients. So you are doing the right thing by being picky with it because it goes on your face. I have to say my hero products from the range at the moment is the Trip for Two Blush and Bronzer Duo. Mm -hmm. It comes in two shades. I have to say it's the Bellini and Costa Ray, which is this like light bronzer. Mm -hmm. I've never experienced a color that was more perfect for my skin tone. You know what's very amazing too, as we know we've been on this skin journey with you? Oh yeah. The fact <laughs> that you have been able to return to Wander and they haven't been a trigger for your issues just speaks of volumes because I really can't say the same about many products um, as far as your skin is concerned. Also there, first of all, I totally agree. It was very scary getting back into the makeup world. Yeah. And it was really nice to be able to go back to some of the products that were my faves. Yeah. And I have to say the Unlashed Volume and Curl Mascara is one of my favorites. Mm, also it's the Lip so Retreat good. Lip Oil. Ugh, we don't even get me started on that. Stand that That's shit my, so We hard. stand the entire range, the Exquisite Eye Liquid eyeshadow. It's a great eyeshadow to bring in your bag. I love having reserves in my purse. Mm. And that's kind of one of my favorite things about Wander is that 
can like bring it with me on the go. Totally. I'm and actually, I'm not bringing like 9,000 things. I have three things with me and I know I'm going to like be on and pop in. So important. So, hey, are you sold yet? Because I'm we're sold. obsessed. Where can and I buy it? if you go to wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde, you're going to get 20% off your entire order. That is wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. Fill your cart. Give yourself the gift of clean beauty for this fall season. Y'all know it's time to clean out your makeup bag because the seasons have changed. Our skin is getting lighter. Clean it up and shway it up. Yes. Like it's less is more baby. Agree. So head over to wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde and you'll get 20% off your new makeup kit. Enjoy. All right. Now let's go back to Fran because I miss her so much. I think that there has to be a shift in consciousness and an acceptance that the prohibition on the weed was, again, totally fueled by uh, greed yep. and evil forces. Yep. Uh, you paper know, industry. it's very threatening to the cotton industry, to the paper industry, to the alcohol industry, to the medical industry. It's very threatening. So, you know, they all marched their asses up to Capitol Hill. And at a time when Congress was encouraging farmers to grow hemp because it is, it's, it's great for fuel. It's great as a medicinal. I mean, it's a literal weed. And it grows like a weed. <laughs> yeah. It's healthy as a horse. It yeah. grows like a weed. It's like, you know, it can eliminate. And we don't have to be cutting down so many forests for wood. It's a wonderful gift from God. And we have to delete the brainwashing because that was fueled by greed and nothing else. And if, you know, politicians weren't politicians, but actually people who serve people, then they would have said to fuck off because mm -hmm. this is in the best interest of America. I mean, obviously, I'm sure with this summit, you're going to be shining a spotlight on so many things that excite you in the world of let's call it health and wellness. But yeah. Steph and I are constantly looking for a new word because we think it's been so commodified that we're like in search of a new word for it. But let's call it goosey. Goosies. <laughs> What's giving you goosies in health and wellness yeah. right now? Well, you know, something that most people don't really have an awareness about is how key the mouth is to the rest of the body. The mouth-body connection is profound and it's treated as, you know, an anomaly, like it's its own little section of the body, certainly by the American Dental Association. And we need to start thinking about biologic dentistry. We mm. need to steer clear, like never get a root canal. Ever. Again. Never again. <laughs> no, do you have? <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll eventually should take it out. Right. And put in something inert. I have sealants. Sealants. It's what like uh, for cavities. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. But that's not for root canal. But after they do the root canal, they put that like, what is it? It's like. Composite. Yeah. Composite some material. Sort of material. Yeah. But the problem is, is that the tooth has trillions of microscopic holes in it. Yeah. When it is alive, and that's part of its natural filtration system. Mm -hmm. When it's dead, and by the way, it's the only part of the body allowed to be left in dead. So they anchor it in to keep the tooth, but the holes are there. Trillions of microscopic holes. <laughs> That's just <laughs> leaching bacteria. Yeah. And they found that, you know, women that 
get recurring breast cancer, they take the root canal out, they don't get it anymore. Wow. wow. Because it leaches down. We're having so much problem with thyroid and heart and lung and sinuses. And all of this has to do a lot in many cases with what's going on in your mouth. Yeah. So that's why I asked my friends that were complaining about problems in the head and neck area, what is going on in your mouth? You're going to go to an ear, nose and throat doctor. He's not going to ask you right. what kind of dentistry you've been doing. What kind of toothpaste are you using? Right. Does it say, you know, call poison control of swallowed? It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely swallowing some of that. Concerning. <laughs> insane. Yeah. With how dumbed down they can be, <laughs> walk away from that toothpaste. That toothpaste should have nothing but herbs in it that might have grown in your grandma's garden. Period. End. I mean, just use baking soda yeah. with water. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we teach you at Cancer Schmanza how to make your own products. If you can't afford to buy the eco-friendly products That's off great. the shelf, everything's there. And honestly, start looking at those, all those books. There's a great books out there. One of our doctors, Dr. Curatola, wrote the Mouth-Body Connection. And, uh, you know, it's profound, truly. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And each tooth in your mouth is connected to a different energy meridian in the body. Oh, yeah. Ah. So, you know, this prophylactic, oh, let's take out all your wisdom teeth. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe that's not in the best interest of the body as a system. Because every time you chew, you're stimulating that meridian. Mm-hmm. And you're also releasing enzymes in your mouth. What is your mouth microbiome doing? Mm-hmm. All of this super kills germs. Don't kill germs. Fortify the healthy microbiome, what you might call good bacteria. Yeah. Right. Fran coming in with the hot wellness term <laughs> yeah, the my, moment, the uh, microbiome, yeah. loving it. But you gotta come to the health summit. Yeah, we would love to. Yeah. The day before my birthday. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. November first. Wellness you, does question. that make you a Scorpio? Number third, yeah. Oh. I read in your book, you only married Scorpios. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Never again. Scorpio men are different. Totally. I was going to say that. I don't have a problem with Scorpio women, but Scorpio men. My dad's um, a Scorpio. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you into astrology? I wouldn't say into, in, although I do get my Libra astrology thing every day in, as an email. Yeah, every same. single day. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I do enjoy it. It doesn't rule me. Right. But I absolutely believe that I'm a part of a bigger scheme of energy that comes from the movement of the planets. Mm-hmm. And I know when I'm in retrograde, I know when the moon is full, I know when it's receding, you know, I can feel it. Yeah. We should just be studying how we are animals. Everything is energy. And uh, we don't do that enough or we wouldn't be freaking introducing 5G because it's discombobulating us. 
Wow. wow, I'm not a mess. I'm just I'm just a victim <laughs> of the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. <laughs> Electromagnetic fields. Fucking me up. It's why I'm single. <laughs> 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 Blame it on everything. We're going to see more and more. This is why people can't sleep. Mm -hmm. This is why people are becoming infertile. I mean, this is why we're losing bee population. It, Are you using EMF blockers on your phone and that sort of thing? I have an EMF blocker on my smart meter reader. I have an EMF turn off switch. I mean, I don't have a microwave oven. I turn off my Wi-Fi. I never hold the phone to my ear, but I, I, I should get the holder for yeah. it. Yeah. The little thing. I feel like I want to see them start making clothes with it. I sleep on a grounding mat. Oh, the biomat? Which is really great. I have a biomat on the right side of my bed, and I have a grounding mat on the left side. The grounding mat plugs into the grounding plug of your socket. A grounding plug, that third plug, Yeah, that is a wire that goes straight down into the earth. So... When you sleep on a grounding mat that's plugged into that, you're getting the Earth's energy. We all have to take wow. off the rubber-soled shoes once in a while and walk on the grass, walk on the sand, walk on the Earth, because we're like antennas for the Earth's energy. And we have to get that on the bottoms of our feet. Mm -hmm. You know, Native Americans knew all this. We're the ignoramuses. Mm -hmm. And we just have to unlearn all the bullshit and look back at indigenous culture and relearn what is the truth. People that know how to live with nature. Because I thoroughly believe that, you know, humans are here as the shepherds of the planet to take care of it, not to use and abuse it. And as soon as we shift into that, we feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Everyone feels better when they live by the beach. Mm -hmm. Everyone feels better when they're out camping in the woods. You feel better in nature because yeah. we're designed to be at one with nature. And our whole function for being is to protect it. Otherwise, who needs us here? Yeah, we're just not fucking nobody. shit up. Exactly. We're totally. I always thought it was funny that there was like a wellness practice called earthing, even though it's like, it's wonderful, but it just speaks to like where we are that we need to be. Which is walking barefoot. Yeah. It's just, that's, that's the all name for is. walking barefoot on the ground. It's like we needed to like, it was like trending. It was in goop. It was everywhere. It's like earthing. Have you heard of it? It's like so yeah, hot right now. You ever go to Central Park in New York, but there's a big grassy area called Sheep Meadow. Mm -hmm. I often cross it, but I always take my shoes off when I do because, you yeah. know. Yeah, where else are you going to get that? If you just sit down on the grass and take your shoes off, you decompress. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. we have to start thinking that way. We have to become tree huggers. Mm -hmm. So there for it. What was your wellness question? My wellness question for you is... Song. When is the nanny going to be streaming so we can all have it? <laughs> Most important question. <laughs> you know, we're about to announce something very exciting that's nanny related. Ooh. So we just closed the last contract. So now that that's done, 
a big press release is going to come out. And I promise you it's going to be uber exciting. Oh, my God. That's Can't amazing. <laughs> I just have to say that I think that you're so amazing. Thank you. For not only being an amazing actress and activist, but for <laughs> turning your struggle into a movement. And into purpose. Yeah. And not everyone does that. And so just like good on you and congratulations. That's it's really amazing. You. Well, you know, it helps to make sense out of the senseless. Yeah. There were so many life lessons that came out of my cancer survival, and I was I was also a rape victim. Yeah. So, you know, shit happens, and bad things happen to good people. And no one leaves this planet unscathed. So, you know, on one Wednesday afternoon when randomly you get bit on the ass and life as you knew it changes forever, you're going to kick and scream and say, why me, Lord? And that's okay. But eventually you have to play the hands that's been dealt you mm -hmm. as courageously and elegantly as you possibly can. Or you're going to get mired in what was supposed to be and get be very bitter for the rest of your life. And in fact, there is no supposed to. We kind of make plans, but no one has a crystal ball. No one knows what's going to happen five minutes from now, let alone for the rest of your life. So you plan your play and play your plan. But then on that random Wednesday when you get bit on the ass, you're going to have to let go of that plan eventually. You're going to have to say, okay, this happened. Mm -hmm. What I thought was going to happen didn't. This happened. So now I have to figure out how to play this hand out. It's not what I thought. And, you know, at some point you have to choose the life that you're given and not, you know, get stuck in what was supposed to, this wasn't supposed to happen to me. This wasn't supposed the to happen victim. to this loved one of mine. This wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. And the people that do that go on. And often become influencers mm -hmm. because they, you know, somehow have to make sense out of the senseless. Yeah. So for me to say I got famous, I got cancer, and I lived to talk about it, so I'm talking, makes sense to me. But you it, went in. I did. And that's what's so cool. I did. I did. You know, obviously I'm pro-choice, right? Mm -hmm. But the cure for my cancer took away my choice. So I couldn't ever have a baby, you know, and yet I was born a woman. So it was kind of a shitty, you know, thing. Even though I was at the point in my life where I wanted to have a baby with the dude I was with mm -hmm. at that point. John. Yes. <laughs> Which is not really his name, oh. but he didn't want to be defined by his name. Now he's kind of sorry he didn't do it. Yeah. Was really, and he was the one that thought of the cancer schmancer as the book title. Oh, wow. So, um, but anyway. What's his real name? Mike, <laughs> Mike Dow. Oh, okay. Mike Dow. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first time in my life I felt like, hmm, now I understand. I mean, for me anyway, it might not be um, women want to have kids without a man because they want to have kids. I never yeah. really wanted to have kids. I had to get over needing to be the fixer of everybody. And the idea of having a kid just felt like another person that I had to take care of. Mm -hmm. So once I decided, oh, you know what, I'm going to, I learned that I should really shift into taking care of me and not trying to fix everyone else, mm -hmm. but let them take their journey. Then I had more room 
to want to grow another human being. And I wanted to do it with them, but then I got diagnosed and then I couldn't do it and then we broke up. But then I gave birth to a New York Times bestseller. Mm -hmm. And then that morphed into a movement. And, you know, again, it's like life is a journey and you just don't know where you're going to end up. But wherever you are, Make the best of it. Fuck yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy. The greatest <laughs> words of wisdom. Yeah. Thank you, Fran. This has been such a treat. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. My stuff's in the car. Oh. <laughs> 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 You'll be my daughter. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Great. I need a new mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so where can they find Cantor Schmancer? Just dot org. I can't say Schmancer. S-C-H-M-A-N-C-E-R. Okay. Dot org. And Great. sign up. Yeah. It's free. And then you'll start getting emails here and there, however, and we're also at Cancer Schmancer on Instagram. And I'm official Fran Drescher, if anyone's trying to find me, because on my social media, you know, you'll hear also about what we're doing. But sign up, sign up and, uh, and come to either in person or live stream. Cancer Schmancer Masterclass Health Summit because it's going to be phenomenal. We've got just incredible speakers. Yeah, we all have been affected by cancer in some way or another. So this is and it be covers amazing. the full spectrum. Yeah, I mean it's not cancer is the end stage of inflammation. Mm-hmm. You travel a long journey before you're finally diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. and we're trying to not get cancer in the first place. How's that for a cure? Perfect. Let's identify what's causing the cancers and eliminate them. Mm-hmm. Seems easy enough. I mean, I've detoxed my home, but no matter what you do, you could keep going deeper, dive in deeper and deeper. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the whole no plastic jag as much as you can, but nothing's perfect. No one's perfect. Don't make the perfect the enemy of the good. Just freaking dive in and start. Beautiful. I love that. Please come back on the show. Oh, yeah, and be can you just? I want to do a whole episode about detoxing the home. So yeah. next time, okay, we would love that. My pleasure. My cool. pleasure. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks for doing this. Oh my god, of course. <laughs> so roses and thorns is brought to us today by a forever rose of ours. Rosies for breakfast. Rosies for snacks. Rosies for everything. Rosies for drinks and for dinner <laughs> and for friendship and for health. We love it. Daily harvest, guys. It's major rosies. Daily Harvest makes it very easy to get into the habit of eating more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted food that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Hello. Huh? They've got 65 different options, ready to blend smoothies, hearty soups, savory harvest bowls. Everyone stays in your freezer, and then when you're ready, you just pop it out, mix it with a broth or a water or a vegetable or a rice or, or whatever. Fresh herb, if you're feeling fancy. If you're British, put an <laughs> herb in there. Get crazy, you guys. We both have really fallen in love with many of their different offerings. They're delish, and I love the convenience. It's a fun little surprise when you think 
oh, woe is me. What am I going to do? <laughs> is that your breakfast? inner monologue? Yeah. Does your inner monologue go, woe is me? I use old timey verbiage as often <laughs> as possible in my own brain. And woe is me. I'll open the freezer and I'll go, oh, yeah. <laughs> A right. smoothie. Mm-hmm. And then it's fun. As you said, you can add your own, you know, twists to it. Like I'll add a little protein powder if I need to or some little four sigmatic mushroom stuff or all that. But the base is there and it's delicious and it's clean ingredients that are sourced and selected for maximum nourishment and peak season flavor. I mean, hello. My favorite is the mint and cacao smoothie. It literally tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's such a delight. They also have a cold brew and almond smoothie, which is like an almond milk coffee delight. So good. Go to the website, check it out. You guys will just want to buy everything because what you see truly is what you get here. You said the mint and cacao. That's probably my favorite one as well. I also am really into this Brussels sprouts and lime pod thai in the harvest bowl section. Throw a little um, like bone broth or broth with it when you're cooking it and it's quick and delish and we love it. And if you head over to dailyharvest.com and enter the promo code retrograde, you'll get $25 off your first box. That comes out to being a couple free smoothies or free bowls. I think so. we did the math at one point and on uh, the price per smoothie ends up being like $8, which for any of you that live anywhere where you can buy a smoothie from a juice bar, you know that's like half the price that you're going to pay for Steel. it outside your house. And the convenience is so amazing. And side note, may I recommend you check out their latte offering because they're actually so incredible. So that's dailyharvest.com. Enter the promo code retrograde. Tell them we sent you and enjoy. Bye. Now it's time for Roses and Thorns. Hello. I first want to shout out off recording. We were talking to Fran about one of my favorite follows on Instagram, which is at what Fran wore. Oh, yeah. That's a fun discovery. details all of her insane outfits from her time at the nanny. Yeah. And then she told us about another Instagram account that also honors the amazingness of the creativity around her outfits. And it's at the nanny art in which they choose an outfit and then create art based off of it. You guys have to check it out. I just... I also love that she knows about them. Of course. It's amazing. So that is a like a side rose. That is a side rose. That's a side rose. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Oh, I forgot, to say it. I forgot to say it last week. Mm-hmm. It's the Jewish New Year. It's an important time, a very beautiful, reflective time. And we just finished Yom Tov to everybody. What you got for Roses and Thorns? Well, for me, like this episode was just such a rose. And I just have to like reiterate that because, you know, it's not very often that someone experiences something and then chooses to like make it their full life mission in the way that Fran has. And I'm just like, so inspired and I feel like she's such an expander in this world for so many people going through hard times and I just am so touched by the whole thing because it's not like she's just the forefront of the organization like she knows yeah a lot of stuff and if like you guys if your interest has been peaked from this episode which I'm sure it has been if you go online you can see her doing so many tv appearances going so deep on all of this stuff and it's just like incredible. And I would love just on like a larger scale for this, if anybody just is feeling the call to put an ask out to something that they want, try it. Yeah. We've been clocking what Fran's been working on for a while now. And we always thought, oh, she would be such an amazing guest. You know, we got the opportunity to ask 
to reach out to her team. And I definitely had a moment, if I'm being completely honest, like, no, I don't want to put myself out on the line. Like, that, like subconsciously, it's just kind of a uh, little ping that you get like, no, I better, I might as well not try. Yeah. That always can run through my head when I'm embarking on anything. And I just didn't listen to that and reached out to her lovely team and they said yes. I mean, I just love that you're saying that because I've had that experience so many times over the past few years, like with reaching out and asking for something that I know the person that I'm reaching out for would want to help me with or would love to be a part of just because like it's cool. But when it's yourself, you don't have the same objective love that you do for someone else. And so it's almost like that block that's in your brain, the indication that you should go forth. Because time and time again, it's been proven that every time I've I've put myself out there and asked for something, someone's like, oh my God, I'm so happy you called me. Why didn't you call me earlier? Of course. You know, it's like people really do want to be involved, especially if you already have like a moving train. So yeah, I love that you're saying that because it's like, the worst case scenario of putting yourself out there is that you hear nothing. Nothing. Like no one's going to call you back and be like, how dare you think you're good enough? Like the critic in your head is saying. Exactly. They're just too busy. And that's totally understandable. But like risk it. Go for it. Risk it, kids. Go for it. And you might just end up in Malibu. I mean, you might (laughs) just end up begging Fran Drescher to be her roommate, (laughs) which I did too many times. I'm so sorry about that, Fran. We have to shout out, we're extending the giveaway for the logo redesign. Another thing Mm. that is such a fun aspect to building a business and a crucial aspect and can be also a block. Branding is tough. So we're... Really lucky, we've got Shannon and Danielle from Dreamer Marketing House who did our lovely That's So Retrograde.com redesign. They're offering a That's So Retrograde listener the opportunity to design a logo for them. So whether a redesign or if you're in need of a logo to really just like help solidify your mission, head over to That's So Retrograde on Instagram and you'll have all the details for entering. And And we love our new logo. We love our new logo. And we're going to announce the winner next week on the show. So with all that, we want to thank everybody for joining us today. What a fun manifest destiny driven episode thank you so much to fran what a dream you are truly like when do you want to hang out again? <laughs> call it my thorn is that we aren't still with her <laughs> <laughs> perfect all right have a wonderful rest of the week guys we'll see you next time namaste listening bye yes that's a retrograde